Hello, listeners. Youth Director Marty McHugh here, and today I have the pleasure of introducing Jim Boyle, who, uh, you know, I say I'm introducing you, but you've been around forever, right? It seems like it. Yeah, so... uh, You've been a member a long time and uh, one very involved in the coverage of our high school sports as an announcer, right? That is correct. As the play-by-play for some of the sports, the color for a few others, uh, and I have been around, it seems like. Lucky for me, I've been around a while because my father-in-law, Tom Bazaar, has been here like since the start of the station. Right. Um, uh, I moved into the to Wilmington back in like, 1998. And uh, we've been taking my daughter. They used to do the Lions Club, had the Santa at the studio, and they would broadcast, you could take your child to Santa. Right. And in uh, 98, we took my newborn to see Santa. And, of course, she didn't really appreciate that too much. But, you know, that was down at the old studio at Swain School in the basement. Right. And from there, we I uh, progressed to do a couple of things. So Tom Pizarro, my he gave me a lot of... Um, insight into the editing side of the world. Uh, and then as my kids grew, got older, uh, I decided that it'd be fun to do some of the, uh, get some of their games on television or on video. And we did that. But actually, uh, my start on the play-by-play part, I was, I walked in the high school, my daughter was a freshman and Paul Curtin was, had a camera and he was going to do the camera and the, and the announcing together. And I know Paul from, through Tom. And he said, do you want somebody to do the play-by-play for you? And I had no sheet. I had no understanding of any of the players or anything. And he said, oh, why don't you do it? So I put the headphone on, took the mic, and did the whole game. And from there, I did a couple games at that period of time. Uh, and that progressed to then my, my son and daughter got into, into middle school age and, and little league age. I did a lot of coaching. I coached my son through baseball, basketball, flag football for about 10 years. So I had a lot of interaction with the kids that were going to be playing in the high school as, as he reached the high school level. So I was benefited by the fact that I knew most of the kids that I was broadcasting as well. So uh, your, your background was not in broadcasting. You started here, basically. Is that what you're saying? In 1998, you just started? Well, I started through, through Tom. I, I had been through the studio. What, in reality, my, my, back, my real start here was they used to do, I don't know, I'm not sure, Paul Cardello did the sports forum. And Rick Aronofsky did the what he called Red Sox Weekly, and Rick was the producer for Paul's show. And they were just doing a a real quick quiz. They said, and I just happened to be watching. Uh, what are the dots and dashes on the? What's the significance of Fenway Park's dots and dashes? If you if you answer the question right, you get a month to RMA around fitness. Okay. So like the crazy dude that I am, I made a phone call into the studio live, or and because they were showing through the, and I answered the question. And then Rick asked me a few questions, and push came to shove. Oh, we know Jim. He knows Tom. Blah, blah. So all of a sudden, they're calling me to do guest shots, guest shots with Sports Forum with Paul and Red Sox Weekly with uh, Rick. And I probably did about 15 or 20 shows with them. Anytime they couldn't get a guest, they would call in local resident Jim Boyle, they called me, <laughs> or Red Sox season ticket holder Jim Boyle. So through that, I really got the opportunity to um, see how the production works, be in front of the camera. Uh, or as they said, I call it, quote, the talent. Uh, and I really, I, I, I enjoy speaking. I know I enjoy um, utilizing my knowledge and answering the question or leading the direction. Like Paul would ask me a question and I'd have five minutes to tell him what I wanted to tell him because when you're on doing an hour show, you, you have to fill, a lot of the time needs to be filled with the, 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 the guest talking. Right. Um, I never really, from that point, then my kids, that's at that point my, my children started to do uh, – Sports took over, or their lives took over. So now I'm, I'm coaching, or going to my daughter's cheerleading um, 
um, competitions and doing the things that you do regularly do when your kids are between 8 and 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then th- we get down to now my son becomes a, a JV basketball player. We have a new high school. And Tom and I come up, why don't we try to just see what it looks like to do a JV game, at, do a couple JV games at the high school, see how we can utilize the cameras. And, you know, you have to give Tom a lot of credit. Tom's this 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 He's just got the the thought process, the imagination. Oh, what camera angle do we want to use? And, you know, how do we want to set it up? And how do we want to do our intro and our outro? And, you know, really do the great editing of it and the, and, and the force and the, and, and the ability to see what's going to happen and what it's going to look like and what it's going to look like when you edit it in. So we did a couple games. Uh, and I know that I think Rick Aronofsky was doing some of the high school games at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then push came to shove from there I then started to do and then Adam came in and uh, Adam started the Wildcat TV and again another really and I think it's um, it's just another really great idea for a local community television studio to cover high school sports Um, now we probably get if I look on the website the other day just so my numbers right we probably have you know 120 views on our YouTube channel but that's 120 parents or students who are watching their games. And I, I would say that if we could go all the way back to the late 70s when I was playing high school sports, it'd be great to have, able to go back and see my games on, on, on archive somewhere. So I think we do it. That's the service we do. I think with, with what Adam's done is he's expanded it. Mm-hmm. You know, we do uh, – I know that we're doing – I do color for football. I work with a phenomenal play-by-play guy, Chris Neville. I do the play-by-play for basketball, boys' basketball. I'm doing the women's, the girls' hockey. I did one, uh, two now, uh, and we're, we've done baseball. And I know that um, we're at the hockey game, and, and George says to me, he's the, the, George says, you know, wait, why don't we do a swim meet? Well, we should maybe think about doing it. I said, fine. And I swam in high school. So I said to Adam, if you want to go do a swim meet, let's go cover because it's a new sport in town. So right. that's where my involvement came in. Uh, I do have editing, um, an understanding of the editing side. I've done stuff for my kids throughout the years, whether it's personal videos of their – throughout their years or we did – Flat Stanley was – always used to visit the uh, the uh, early childhood school up at Wildwood. So for that, we did a Flat Stanley visit – or it was actually Flat Jack or Flat Amanda. Flat Stanley visits Wilmington. Took my kids and their, some of their friends around town and those six or eight-minute clips I think still play. Mm-hmm. Tom finds them in rotation. They go in rotation. So right. and that's where my involvement is. I, I think it's an opportunity for me to – to talk more than I already talk. <laughs> so it's just, again, it's my personality is such that I, I really, sports-wise, I understand a lot of things. I've watched a lot. I've played a lot. I've coached a lot. Yeah. And uh, it gives me the opportunity to, especially over the last three, two or three years, is the boys and girls that I know now I'm broadcasting their games. Uh, so it, it's, it's even better because I know the parents and um, – and, and I know that I know that how much people appreciate to be able to see their kids on TV. Right. So you've covered so many sporting events. It sounds like. Is there one that stands out as as the most exciting, or or the one you remember the most? Well, the one I remember. There's a couple. The one I remember most is is the senior. I, all the, we've done senior day. I think senior day is probably the best, uh, only because, you know. You get to see the kids and their parents the last day they're going to play. Most of the times, last day they put the, the uniform on. But the the one I'll always remember is my uh, last spring. My son got hit in the head in a, at, at during pregame warm up and fractured his skull for baseball and missed the whole season until the last game or the last weekend. And that we broadcast senior day. So Tom and I had all the cameras set up. We had a camera up over the the backstop to try to get that pick. And it was the day that my uh, my son got his only at bat in his senior career, his senior year in high school for nice. his varsity career. So I got to call that. 
Um, and then I got to, then he actually caught the last out of the game, so I got to call that. So I think that, from that perspective, was uh, one of the. Uh, I, I would say that's the top, only because it's it's a very it's very personal. Um, you know, I don't think I've had a great game yet. You know, right. it's hard to get a great game uh, throughout the years. I did get to broadcast with Paul uh, Bruce Brown, played who now plays in the NBA. He was a freshman point guard for Wakefield High. I did that game. Um, I think we might have done a game with. Uh, uh, Jalen Adams, who now plays for these basketball players who came through our Middlesex League, uh, so I haven't had a great, I haven't had one of those where you get the great finish. Yeah. Uh, I did the other, the other one that I think was great for us is we did the uh, a game at the Good Sports Game of the Garden between Shawshank Tech. And we sat up in the, in like in the press box or whatever you want to call it, the garden, and and the and Wilmington played Shawshine, yeah. And you know, I got to call a game of the garden. That's awesome. You know, I'm just yeah. waiting for us to get to do a game at Fenway. That's what I want to do. That would be great. Have you ever worked on a catchphrase? You know, no, I just want signature catchphrase. The problem is no, because <laughs> you know, you think about it. If you if you listen to if you listen if you, if you watch as much sports as I watch, you know, you got downtown bang, or you got way back gone, <laughs> or you got a great play in the hole. But no, I think it's really. I honestly, I think the the funny part is that it's whatever I see. It's going to come out. I'm not going to, and like I said, I'm I'm by no means a professional at it. So so, but I do. The excitement can run up and down. I mean, you get a point where oh, like I know last year we they, I didn't do this game. I think Jay Barrett had the, the hockey game where uh, Bobby Lord scored a goal like with two seconds left to beat to win one of the playoff games. That to me would have been that'll be a phenomenal experience, and I think you call it uh, as it is. I do remember there's a goal scored Saturday. Um, I'm not sure which girl scored it, but she took it shop, top shelf over the goalie's shoulder, and it, you know you yeah. see it, and yeah. the excitement of the boom that comes out. Like right, that. I don't think you can rehearse a catchphrase; it would just come out. It has to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so you you've been here all this time. You've done all of that that you just described. Um, what would you say to people who haven't joined WCTV and, and maybe are thinking about it? Well, I'd say a couple things. Number one, if you if you have any inkling to do it, and sometimes it's fun to be in front of the camera, if you if you or to be you know to do what I do, it's I really enjoy. I have no problem putting myself out there, you know, and, and, and maybe get criticized. Don't be afraid to do it. And I would say this to parents that are have their kids coming up through, um, not only sports, but if you do, I know like George Breslin. Uh, was really in, was really into the, the the school plays and the school concerts and those sort of, to come out and help to get those things on the air. So again, you archive the memories of their their their. It's right now high school we'll call, it, but I think there's ways that that can even be expanded more. Don't ever be afraid to just try. Um, it doesn't hurt. The majority of the work is done behind the camera. Uh, the camera people, the editors, uh, the directors, the people who are setting things up. That's where the hard work is being done. I mean, like I said, I've worked with Adam, and, and uh, Adam's done a really good job. And he, you, I go there, I put the headset on, I'm prepared, I'm ready to go. I go, you know, it's sort of like, um, you know, I'm ready, just that's all I have to do. But the, right. the production behind it is very important. Um, like I said, don't be afraid to stop and ask. Um, don't be afraid to ask, why aren't you covering this? And then we can, somebody from the studio said, well, because we don't have anybody to cover it, why don't you come in and learn how to use it? It's not hard to use the camera. You can almost... I just remember back, Paul Curtin used to do a basketball game, and he'd announce and do the, the camera work all by himself. He'd come in, they'd edit it, they'd come in probably into Tom. Tom would do the editing. Yeah, it's not easy to do both, that's for sure. No, it isn't. No. I, I don't want to, I want to only be able to, th- I, I'd be fumbling on things, and I, I almost lose my clipboard over the side of the basketball arena. But, right, um, right. I, I would say that 
from an adult perspective, don't be a don't ever be shy, especially if you, especially because you only have these. It's like eight or ten years with your children. Twelve years, the children are through school. All of a sudden, they're going to be in college. Right. Like I got one over in London right now, and I got another one getting ready to go back to Rhode Island. Um, don't ever be sh- afraid to, to step up and say, you know, my daughter does Irish step or whatever they call the Irish dancing. They go, oh, well, we can cover that. It's something that's what community television is all about. Right. Uh, and I also would say then, don't ever be afraid to get in front of the mic as well, because, you know, like I know Jay does it. Jay does a great job doing hockey. Um, and Larry Gordon's been doing the basketball for a couple of years. Larry does a really good job. Chris Neville does football, uh, and I do color for him. He's a phenomenal. He gives me the pauses. He's, he does those. These guys do a great job. You know, they're just regular people like you and me. So that's what I said. Don't ever be, you know, if there's any trepidation, try to break through that. And these people here, yeah, you know, the people who work here will help you. They're not here not to help you. They're here to help you get things on the air. And don't ever be um, unwilling to do that. If you're a student, you know, my suggestion is if you, if you have any inkling to do anything with regards to media, social media, um, television, radio, whatever, you're going to only learn by doing things here. And right. I, do know, I do know you guys offer, Marty, you offer scholarships or not scholarships, internships and opportunities abound. Right. You know, right. and – it's hard if you've got to do play-by-play and you run up a guy like me who's this guy who's been doing it, and I'm really confident with it. But, you know, we, we should also as adults be willing to help students to achieve their goals. Right. You know, and I think we talked before the show, and, and you said you mentioned The one thing I've learned is preparation on my end. There's a lot of writing involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that if you're a student and you like to write, it, it, there's opportunities. You know, you don't have to produce a show, but you can write a show. Right. Um, you can get out and do whatever, be in front and behind. Uh, so I would say if you have any inkling to do anything, just to get exposure. And to be honest with you, to get exposure to the people that are here. I mean, to get exposure to what Adam's doing on, on the level he does. To get exposure to what Tom Sarah's doing with editing. He'll take you under his wing. He'll show you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, you'll have to listen to all his stories, but, you know, <laughs> you'll, you'll still get an opportunity to learn, you know, um, you know, who knew? I just find out with my, my interviewer here, Marty, he's got this extensive background in, in television and radio, and you're going to learn from these people, especially if you're students. I, I, and it's hard because it's a community t- television station. You know, if I, we put a game on live, you might get 10 people watching it because they, they flick through the channel and they see you. Yeah. Uh, but it's still, it's still media. It's still like here's a podcast. It's still, you know um, – Sean is into social media and getting things out. You know, I know what's going on. I see a, a tweet out from for, here. Our games are going to be on here if you're following it on Twitter mm-hmm. or on YouTube or Instagram. So just don't be afraid. It's not hard. It's not easy. It's not hard. though. It's just, you just be yourself right. and come out and do it. Good advice, Jim. And uh, I just want to thank you for coming in today. It's been a lot of fun. No problem. I'll, as you probably know, if you do the games that I do, I'm, I'm, there's never any unwillingness to speak and talk. <laughs> I just want to tell one, two quick stories to get people to understand how it, what happens is, I was, and this is just recently, I was in the supermarket no, no more than a week and a half ago, and I ran into a guy who I, I've known since before I met my wife. We knew, we knew through work outside of Wilmington, and he now lives in Wilmington. And he says, i got to tell you, Jim, uh, we're flipping through the channels and the, the, the hockey game, girls' hockey game, women's hockey game comes on. And, and, oh, no, he said it was the women's basketball game because it was before. And I had stepped in to do fourth quarter color 
uh, with one of those high school students. He says, and his wife goes, why are we watching this? He says, don't you hear? That's Jim Boyle doing the color in the game. <laughs> so I get that. And the other one I get is I do know we did some live football shows, live football games. And uh, I do. one of the parents came up to me and said, it was great that you did it live because my mother now is home. Instead of coming out in the cold and the rain or the cold, my mother is home watching you guys, get to watch you guys live. Right. So I think that's – those are the things that there is – even though we're only getting a couple of hits or you only think you're going to be watched by five or six people. I'm telling you, when people are clicking through their TV and they see a game on, they stop. They stop. Oh, do I know who's going on? And that's the thing. that, that, that There's the another community benefit that we provide. So, again, I hate to keep speaking. but Oh, that's all right. <laughs> no, the live thing is great uh, because sometimes you don't want to sit out there when the wind chill is near zero like it was – what, Thanksgiving? Yeah, except for we send our cameramen out there. We, yeah, yeah. we get to sit up at the booth that's heated. And who was the cameraman? <laughs> I think that was your one. Yeah, that would be me. <laughs> All right, Jim. Well, thanks so much for joining me today on this edition of Member Spotlight. We'll have more editions of Member Spotlight coming up real soon. And uh, thank you for joining us. I'm Marty McHugh, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.